Come on, baby, say you love me. And this time I'm not going to come in with a song of my own. I'm going to let you have the spotlight. Uh, five, six, seven times. Um, let's go ahead and put this season to bed. Yeah, I'm ready oh, to be okay. done. Yeah, so, oh man. I was trying to think about why this season blew so hard. Yeah. One reason. Okay. I was discussing this with you in the finale last night. Both of the boys are uggos. <laughs> but fucking ugly. <laughs> Wouldn't wipe my ass Fugly. with Blake's face. Fugly. Actually, so I will say I was think I was talking a lot about that in the episode while they were in the Maldives. I do think that Blake needs to live somewhere with cold weather. Because oh. he was all like, like his eyes were sweating. <laughs> Every part of him was sweaty. It might yeah, have just been him bawling. But that could be. Yeah, those were tears. Uh, and he clearly was like super stressed out yeah. by the end. So I actually felt like he looked a lot better in the after the rose when he had like showered. Sure. And yeah, he cried might into just his be pillow a, for six months, six weeks. A or... cold weather guy. Yeah. He shines best in cold weather. He gets to wear his like you know sweaters and whatnot and bundle up a little bit. Uh, uh, sweaters are really Nick Vile's. <laughs> well, nobody wears Watch a sweater like Nick Vile, but um... and then Garrett, I feel like is. Fine. I don't know. I mean, he looks like every fucking douche frat bro that yeah. I ever had at Purdue University as a student. Yeah. Just well, like an amalgamation of douching. And I will grant you, I probably dislike him because of what I know about him. Sure, sure. But why would you like him, even if you that, didn't know that? You that know? And it leads me to my second point. Okay, all right, let's hear it. So my point first number two. Point one, ugly. Ugly. Uggos. Yeah. <laughs> point two, directly related to Garrett being unattractive to me because he is a hateful human being, mm -hmm. Garrett is a hateful human being. Like, I strongly... <laughs> uh, dislike the fact that the that Chris Harrison and ABC producers and everybody just seems to kind of want the studio audience to be like rooting for this couple. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I'm not going to. Right. So you did not jumping ahead and I guess I know the answer to this. You did not buy the apology or you were not swayed by the apology. Uh, really. I was not. I will yeah. talk about that. I will talk a lot about <laughs> right. that. Right. But we'll no, get there. not only did I not buy it, I'm very resentful of the fact that I mean, you know, we talked about this with um what's his face from Nashville, the racist. Lee. Lee. Yeah. Like I feel like there's a difference between someone like Jordan, who's provoking all of the guys by wearing gold underwear, right, right. and Lee, who really seems to be a racist dick with really problematic views. Right, right. And I think that Garrett ended up in this weird place where like, they're trying to sell him off as just this kind of this like, really nice, lovable... sweet guy. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like... I'm not buying it. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, I'm so I'm glad that you are just a super swell guy and that you get eagles in your belly. <laughs> but he's like a racist, 
homophobic kindergartner that they're trying to turn into this like leading man that they want me to root for and i will not bachelor right, i right. will not no i i mean i never want to see this guy again and i i agree with everything you've said but i, also, I just feel like he's stunningly unremarkable oh my God, he's so stupid. in every way yeah he just seems so dumb yeah and I'm okay with dumb as long sure. as you're also attractive. Attractive or sweet or something. Like I Right. Am, like don't be the well, yeah. I'm hard pressed to come up with like super redeeming qualities mm-hmm. for this guy. You know? And it's yeah, I don't even think it's one of those things where it's just that he's not like good for TV. Like I just don't think he's really a, a great guy. No, you know? I no, I don't either. Yeah. And that's the thing that pisses me off. Is I feel like sometimes the show, the whether it's the producers or Chris Harrison, whoever it is that's making the big calls, mm-hmm. some you know, some hot a shot man in black, yeah. if you will, <laughs> some puppet master, yeah, Ed Harris up in the, his tower. Well, I think they decide what edit they want to give mm-hmm. certain people, and then they just try to like cram it down sure. your throat. And I'm sorry. I don't like, first of all, I mean, I can go beyond Garrett's Instagram activity, which I'm not willing to just be like, right. uh-huh. oh, I learned, I made some I'm mistakes. 25, I just yeah. like things. I never knew a right. double click could be so powerful. Also, I just happen to like a bunch of hateful like, things. you're not my grandfather. Like, right. a ni- Like, come on, don't try to pass off unsavviness about social media. You're fucking 25 years old. You get it. Right. So I do have that. But even if that wasn't an issue, um, you know, I saw a lot of people, and I noticed this too, but a lot of people on Twitter were calling him out for constantly harping on what a great mom and wife Becca will be. Mm -hmm. And it's really, it was quite remarkable to note that Blake was consistently saying like I think we'd be great partners right. I respect how independent yeah, she is yeah. and how strong she is yep. and with Garrett it was always just like I think she'll be a great mom yeah yeah I like her uterus <laughs> <laughs> She's a walking set of ovaries to if me. You're, if you're yeah. not a wife, what are you? Right. <laughs> What's that quote from From Glow, Glow? yeah. If you're not, if you're a, not mother, a mother, yeah. You're just a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I mean, and I mean, just other little things that you and I have talked about throughout this podcast, throughout this season. You know, the fact that he's such a fucking blamer. For his first marriage right. falling apart. Like, well, and when he was like... Take some accountability. Right, well, and he was like, there was a blow up with my family and I just realized we were never going to get past it. Well, And he was like... No, 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 he was like, she couldn't get past right. it. And it's, I feel like, gee, maybe it sounds like you were supposed to stand up for your wife and you didn't do that. Right. I don't know anything about that. What was that? Huh? Yeah, nothing. Huh? nothing. What? Yeah. Um, well, and he was like, but I was instilled. That is yeah. what it sounds like. When he's like, I was instilled with a never quit ethic, but I quit my marriage after two months. Yeah, two months. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. That is not just the wife. Right. Just being difficult. Whatever happened, yeah. I refuse to believe that if y'all got married and it was over in two months, that it was totally that it's her fault. Yeah. And even if that were true, then you're a dumb fuck for marrying her. Yeah. So, joke's on you, you asshole kindergartner. He, oh, I can't, I don't know, like, I feel like all of my 
feelings of dislike really came to the surface in the finale right. yesterday, and I um, I really kind of had a hard try hard time just watching it. No, me too. I had a hard time watching this, and so I observed that you know you you've hit on a lot of reasons why this season sucked because you know a lot of the interesting good men got cut early on. There were a lot of. There were some some genuinely good people, it appears, but there also were a lot of bad apples, it seems like, outside of the show. But also, once all the interesting people were gone, it makes you realize like how boring the romance part of this show actually yeah, is. Yeah, well, it's boring when the people are boring. Yeah. Yeah, but even I feel like if the people are interesting, like just to watch, like this situation where she's trying to choose between two men. Yeah. Like that's it's not actually all that interesting anymore. I mean, I feel like it could be a little more interesting if it wasn't just two dumbasses, like, laughing. I just, right. I don't know. She, I mean, you looked over at one point in the finale and said these two deserve each other. And I do think that there's some truth to that. I don't know. Well, and it does seem like Becca sees a different side of him even than we see on the show. Because when she's like... We're always laughing together. Like, what funny thing has he said? Like, right. I don't, he's you know. He's so stupid. Right. He's just like, <laughs> he doesn't seem funny. I mean, we're, I guess we're just going to kind of. Yeah, I don't really, there's so little happen. I've, I've got a few quotables I want to hit. But, I mean, so little happened Obviously, of interest. I have to mention the fact that Uncle Chuck referred to Garrett as a poet. <laughs> <laughs> to which I take personal offense. Yeah, well, as you should. Also, again, he's like, he has, what, I've got to find the quote now. Like, he has a beautiful soul. It was something like that. I think he's a poet. Um, I have no idea what he's talking about. It was a terrible poet. Maybe that poet that wrote that horrible, offensive, homeless poem in The Nation. Maybe he's that poet. <laughs> um, but I don't even think he's that uh, smart. Um, we have to talk about how Uncle Chuck looked a lot like Clint Howard in yeah. particular light a lot like Clint you Howard. You noticed that Twitter noticed it yeah. as well. Yeah. Um and we have to talk about how Garrett said uh where is it? There's our quotable. Uncle Chuck came in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. Coming in hot, Uncle Only Chuck. Only way he knows how. <laughs> Uncle Chuck is always going full throttle. Um I mean again just kind of reiterating the the themes of the season like Blake I feel like spent a lot of time talking about how he was he's attracted to independent women right um Blake is boring but he seems uh, like a nice guy you know like yeah I don't even know if Blake is is boring I feel like Blake maybe didn't get his fair due I don't yeah. know I mean well, I'm he not certainly... gonna say that he's exciting mm-hmm um, he certainly got into his head. He did. Know? He did. And, I mean, we were saying, I feel like by last night's episode, it was super clear um, where the show was going and who she was going to choose. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, uh, yeah, like, Blake, and the family even points out, like, Blake was more of a teammate. It just seemed well, the like... The sister says that she loved Gla- Garrett's silliness, but that Blake would challenge her. right. Which is so stupid because I feel... So here's the other thing that I think Becca deserves to be called out for. I think that Becca has been lying about what she's actually looking for. So when she, you know, talks a lot about wanting a a partner, um, I don't know. I mean, I just... I think that... I, I don't... 
know why she chose Garrett over Blake. Mm-hmm. Because, well, and so this is another thing that I, the whole thing just annoyed me. Yep. But one of the things that really annoyed me was that she nonstop uh, throughout this whole season has been talking about how much what she really wants from the guy that she chooses is honesty. Right. From any of the guys. Mm-hmm. I just want honesty. Right. Because She's I been hammering that. Her. Yeah. I'm just looking Remember for when honesty. that happened? Um, and then I feel like when Blake expressed <laughs> honestly um, the fact that he was feeling like anxiety about the situation, a very fair feeling to have, I feel like Becca then kind of freaked out about it and, and threw some really kind of uncomfortable lines in his face. I can't remember if it was um, in the actual finale part or just the after the rose, but she said at one point, like, I worry how you might react if one of our kids got sick. Like, essentially oh, implying yeah. because he was freaking out about the finale, right. like, that he couldn't handle... He couldn't handle tense, tough situations. Yeah, and that's just yeah. bullshit. Like, well, I feel like that's a really shitty move. And you but... know who can't handle tough situations? Garrett. A kindergartner. Yeah, yeah. because he leaves A kindergartner leaves who leaves his marriage, his marriage after two months because yeah. his family uh, said that she's a meanie. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Becca. Uh, I did. Uh, so, yeah, you know, there. we don't need to talk through all this ad nauseum. I did think that it was interesting that, uh, according to the edits, they made it look like... Um, Becca's family was like prepping Blake to get dumped. I know. Which is weird because like they didn't... The mom was like, you're gonna be okay. Either way, yeah. (laughs) You're a good boy, Blake. You're all right, Blake. Um, Yeah, and maybe they did that with Garrett too and we just didn't see it. But it doesn't seem like when they analyze the guys... I feel like the whole episode was just like a spiral, a downward spiral for Blake and Garrett like... Rising to the top like that kid in kindergarten that everybody else hates, but the mom, like the teacher likes him. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just like got a really good attitude, but... I guess. I mean, I just, again, I don't know what is appealing about this guy. I have uh, a hard time. Other than his beautiful soul. I mean, they were, and his poetry. When they were on that date, on their part of the date... um, and they're like having a really serious conversation and Becca's saying that, you know, she likes that their um, relationship evolved slowly. He was saying something serious and then all of a sudden he's like, oh my gosh, dolphins. Like, he, I just feel like he's like a six-year-old. Can we talk about how one of the dolphins apparently reminded Becca of spiral mac and cheese? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I don't even understand. How is that possible? They're stupid. Well, and when... um, You stupid idiots. When she was like, if I could pick a place to die, it would be right here. Yeah, that was really morbid. I know. And then she's like, I can just totally be myself with Blake. (laughs) Uh, And then they swim at the equator. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you get again... It looks like like... a Lisa Frank folder. (laughs) They're like, legs are entwined. Is that what goes on in a Lisa Frank no, folder? No. Entwined legs swimming I mean, on the equator? Impl- I mean, I get that. <laughs> There's a lot of eroticism just below the surface of a Lisa Frank it's, folder. Uh, that, it's actually not that rare form of erotica. Dolphin erotica. <laughs> Dolphin porn. Yeah. yeah. Lisa Frank style, too. I one time watched a... Do you remember that show Real Sex on HBO? 
I'm familiar with it, but I don't think I've ever watched it. One time I watched an episode, and it was about a guy who was in love with a dolphin. Like an actual dolphin? Yeah. And he made love to the dolphin. It was deeply deeply disturbing disturbing. yeah how did he get access to this dolphin uh from behind well i I actually (laughs) i made it more abstract where does one acquire a dolphin to love i guess maybe like match.com he went on vacation and they fell in love (laughs) it was a little bit of a growing pain i was gonna say yeah with a single mother dolphin that was just looking for somebody to uh, take him in take her in yeah anyway Uh, and then she took him in Oh, okay. What? That's oh, that's too far. Too Not the much. from behind joke. This is a classy podcast, and Let's you keep always try to muck it up. I really kept it cool during the uh, fantasy suite episodes. I have to say, <laughs> I didn't make any dirty jokes this time, or maybe um, I did. I can't remember. Speaking of Becca saying things in a funny way, mm-hmm. uh, Garrett does say that one of the things that he likes about her is the way she says "bag." <laughs> <laughs> So Blake is like, I really, I really, really love the fact that Becca is the strongest woman I know. And oh, says, God. I just like the way she says bag. That's going to sustain you for the yep. next two months, mm-hmm. bud. I can uh, hear Rexon in my head asking if I've packed a lunch bag for the kids. Well, yeah, that was the, when she he was like thinking about fantasies of their life. He was like, like, gosh, Garrett, what if she just, what, what if y'all can't have kids? Right. Like, I, don't, I feel like. For as much as she says that Garrett is strong and will be able to, like, be, you know, with her if something bad happens, I don't believe that. Right. He seems right. like a cut and runner. Yeah. Well, um, I also liked when he said that he can hear the laughter of little kids in his ears. Uh, those are okay, ghosts. That's weird. Yeah. That's, yeah <laughs> you are haunted a, by children ghosts. Movie. Yeah. You are dead. <laughs> you are Nicole Kidman and the others. You think you're alive and you're not. It's this sweet thing. I just hear little kids laughing around the corner wherever I come go. Come play with us, Garrett. <laughs> Dive have, in the water and don't come up, Garrett. You have the same mental capacity as us. Come play with us forever. You're one of us. Look, dolphins. <laughs> Um, oh. Yeah, I have in my notes, this is boring as fuck, uh, um, is uh, it all in caps. Um, I want to point out that on that date, Garrett also says, uh, I just feel like people deserve the best. And in my notes, I have, except trans kids and right, immigrants. Right, yeah. Yeah. The people that I happen to know, yeah, and yeah. my ex-wife. I just not feel like her. white people deserve the right. best. Yeah, I feel like white people from Minnesota <laughs> just deserve a shot in life. But toss that Mexican baby back over right. the border. Ho, ho, ho. That's the other thing. That, yeah. So I mean, I will say because I don't like. I know that this. I don't feel like this podcast is meant to be political. And we have Republican friends. Like, I right. am not... I mean, you and I but are both Democrats. But they're not these kinds of No, names. exactly. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is there's a difference between having a Republican point of view, having a conservative viewpoint, and just liking things that are hateful. Right. That are like really hateful where... and mean. Spe- they're not even really political. It's no, just like mean things. You're just a things. bad human yeah. being. Like, yep. you are a bad human being to like stuff like that. It's not funny. It's not a joke. It right. doesn't matter if it was on Instagram. I think that it makes you a bad person to, to think that that could even be funny. Right. And so, it really chaps my hide that that's kind of like the way that it's trying to be 
pushed on us. Mm-hmm. So when in the After the Rose, how Becca's like, I mean, different, you know, I think it's great that people with different political views can be together and that's what life is about and blah, 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 blah. Like, I th- I think that too. I yeah. think more power to you if you are, you know, a couple of mixed political views mm-hmm. and you can make that work. But there's a big fucking difference between... I don't know. I mean... Right, between that and just liking hateful things. Well, and when they were talking about how jumping ahead to the after the final rose, um, how Becca was like, or Garrett was like, you know, really, the things I was liking go against what she believes in. Like, they need to talk about that. Yeah, and that's... I mean, you and I talk about that all the time. Or not all the time, but... um, I mean, I agree that that you don't necessarily have to have the same exact political views as your partner but it makes for a really i think complicated relationship if you have a partner who has vastly different political and moral views as you and i mean i think that's really tough and good luck you know good luck getting around that again good luck for the next couple months yeah yeah no i mean good luck in you know four months when harrison isn't sending you to thailand right and... buying you a minivan yeah. going on their little couples weekends that were looked <laughs> super boring oh my god that looked terrible they're yeah. both just the worst and and i feel bad to say that about becca because really i liked her but i i don't know i i, I don't like her anymore yeah yeah, you don't like Booper? Booper. <laughs> no, I don't like Booper. Oh, Booper. Uh, all I have to say about Blake's portion of the date is one thing, which is that they're exploring the island on bicycles, and Becca says, I want to explore every inch of it, and nobody makes a that's what she said joke. Right, right, come on. Well, and even hasn't Becca Damn made it, a Blake. that's what she said joke in the past? I thought mm, somebody did probably. in um, Ari's season. Um, Neil Lane is back. Neil in the Lane house. is back. Yeah. Did you He's like, like Leatherface at this point? <laughs> Do you think they like um, freeze him in between shows, like uh, cryonically put him on ice and then just thaw him out for these? Or um, did you like the ring that Becca picked out? I actually did. Well, Becca. Didn't or I'm like sorry, that Garrett picked out. Yeah, I did. I think gold, uh, ye- yellow gold is a bold yellow, choice. Yeah. It did much, uh, much maligned on Sex in the City when Aiden went that route. Oh, did he? Yeah. But I have always liked yellow gold, and so I feel like I have a little bit of a. I'm wearing a yellow gold ring yeah, right, right, right now. now, right now, folks. Yeah. Uh, I have a little bit of a like. I discovered that band first feeling. Oh yeah, like, sure. I always liked that. Yeah, all right. You other yahoos were running, making fun of it, talking about white yeah. gold and. Um, no, I liked it. I thought it was a pretty ring. Yeah. I didn't have a strong, uh, strong, uh, reaction to it one way or another. You know, this episode, so Harrison talked at the beginning about how one man will end up so broken, so devastated that we really will never have seen it's anything like it. the like likes it. of which we have yeah, never seen it. on this show before. <laughs> um, we really haven't seen an emotional finale like this before. Right. Didn't mm, Mesnick I feel like I've seen apart? it a hundred times. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is they're running out of like ways to make this fresh and interesting mm-hmm. but this one of the things that this episode really emphasized for me that i hadn't like flat out thought of before was that she has to like do this big emotional rejection and this big happy moment like essentially back to back 
which seems like it would be well like not that's the whole finale no i know it's the whole finale and i guess it's just always there's always been other things to think about and so i feel like this time because it was so boring and the results were so predictable (laughs) that it was a little more in your face like oh she has to do and because blake was so like sad or whatever um but you know, I I hadn't I know, really. Poor Blake. He says, "I fucking knew it." I know. Yeah. Well, he he, he got into his head. You got into your head, man. Um, don't call it. Why I don't like it when you call people man. You don't care for that. You say it weird. Say it again. You got in your head, man. No, you're saying it differently. Okay, well, we can play the tape. When back. you try to say it, let's listen. We'll listen to the tape. Know, we have it on audio you now. Say it just when like. Uh, Unprompted, you're like men, men, men. You got in your head, men. Well, now we have so and listeners. Can I just say, I'm just, just, I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, you say it to like six year olds, and it, I don't like it. Okay, all right. Well, now I know. Um, listeners, you have the audio they're back not to men, back. They're little boys. <laughs> you're calling them men. preserve their innocence. <laughs> it's just weird I, to I me. thought I say bud a lot to mm. little kids. When you're trying to be cool, you call people. Have you? I mean, that is what you do. Oh well, I'm always cool. No uh, trying about it. I don't see when any effort here. When you're trying to be cool, you call people. You say, "Hey man." Hey man. Hey man. Well, um, listeners, can if I can get back to my original point, listeners, <laughs> here, listen, go back, scroll back, uh, listen to the two, rewind, and uh, hear, see if you can hear the difference. You got in your head, man. Blake's not your Blake's not your man. Man. Men. All right. Well, anyways, what else do we have to say about this? I got nothing. Uh, I mean, the After the Rose annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. They did not announce a bachelor. <laughs> Harrison said, tears are flowing all across America <laughs> as people are watching what we just saw. I do think, so I thought that Jason was a shoe-in for Bachelor, and I think after Blake's performance, he has a shot at it. Yeah. He was garnering a lot of sympathy. A lot of sympathy, yeah. He really knew how to milk it. Mesnick, or not Mesnick, Jason, whatever his last name is, uh, meanwhile was like congratulating Garrett and Becca a whole bunch. Fuck you. To, uh, again, try to, I think, curry that Bachelor favor. Yeah, whatever. so did you you didn't like how before we got to see the proposal Blake and um, Becca sat down on the couch together you didn't like that shake up right I did not like that usually they show the proposal or right. well I'm sorry the the breakup the, break the proposal up. Mm-hmm. let's all go to after the rose together right right I mean uh, whatever you know I don't care I'm done with this season I think Becca sucks I and even like I feel like um there are definitely seasons where I feel uninvested by the end. Mm-hmm. I felt that way last season. Like I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. In I'm fact, I feel like Lauren in general, in general, our enthusiasm for the show goes way down. Yeah, like well, towards rarely. The end. I'm trying to think. I feel like it's very rare that actually the person who I wanted to be chosen gets picked. Right. Right. Um I didn't want Rachel to pick Brian, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Team Peter for life. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Call me. I love you. You're number one on my list. I love you. Um Yes, I love you. <laughs> Nick Vial. I actually was okay with Nick choosing Vanessa. So I will make uh Oh, right. I forgot about that. I forgot yeah, that I mean, I think the men are point. maybe a little bit better at, like, actually making... 
I don't know. They all just suck. Yeah. They all suck well, at Well, the women end up with a better better relationship track record. They have the a end. better relationship so track record. So they seem record. to they pick do. the better people for them. So what I was going to say, though, what this was all leading to is a lot of times I don't feel super invested in the finale, but it's very rare that, I, that I'm, like, actively hating sure. on a yeah. couple. And I really, I just... I'm sick of Garrett's dumb fucking face. Yeah. I think, like, don't don't like hateful things on the internet and then try to tell me you're a good guy. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. What if he came in wearing that mullet wig that he wore for the secret <laughs> rendezvous? I mean, I don't care what they do either. Like, right. I feel like that's the other thing is, based on who we follow on Twitter, which is quite a bit of Bachelor mm-hmm. uh, Nation... I just think everyone is like, bye, Felicia. Yeah, you right. know, like, okay, if y'all want to go pretend to be happy for two months. Right. We'll Fine. Do yeah, whatever. I don't think anybody is invested. Yeah, I don't even really care because even some of the couples that you kind of love to hate, like you're still, like a Jake and Vienna situation, like they're super annoying and I dislike them, but at least but they're interesting. But at least I felt like they, yeah, they were interesting and they like worked well together. Right. I just, I don't know. <sighs> well, I don't think, like, don't. I don't trust is too big of a word, but for Becca to talk a lot about like she was a Hillary supporter and right. I feel like she's made it very clear what her political views are. And to me to be with someone who would like that stuff is not a level of tolerance that I think is owed to someone right i I don't know right well and as we said i mean i don't see it's not like liking that stuff would be okay if you were a great person otherwise but i don't think he's a great person otherwise the other thing is i feel like a lot of people probably think that stuff is funny but don't click on it sure you know yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you should just know better yeah yeah Yeah, you should just be smarter than that be better garrett or like be best like funnier stuff right <laughs> just like there's no redeeming quality to these memes or at all like stuff that's not crazy like right. can we talk about how he thinks that the parkland kids are actors yeah like, i mean okay, that's just Garrett. fucking nuts yeah i i mean i can't i'm done yeah all right well let's for put this to bed well good thing because we already are behind one <laughs> bachelor in paradise episode so Ugh. god we'll be back like tomorrow or no, the next day to I need some time all right to decompress. right to, <laughs> to scream into your pillow you and blake both are gonna cry into your pillow True. All right, we'll be back at some point to talk about Paradise, where hopefully Joe the Grocer is amazing and Garrett uh, is never mentioned again. Yeah. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.